Welcome to episode 125 of the Geeks for the Win podcast, the podcast covering all things geeky. I am your host, William, and I'm joined with my co-host, Stuart. Known across the internet as Casual Terror. And a very special guest, Stuart. Why don't you introduce our guest? Um, from Gamer Husbands, correct? That's correct. Dragon59. Also known as Rick. So, glad you guys could have me on. Oh, now, you, you've been on before, correct? I want to say yes. Uh, d- not on your show. That I've talked to you somewhere before then. Yeah, because Stuart was telling me, oh, he's been on before, and I'm like, <clears throat> really? I feel so awful because I don't remember him <laughs> being on. Well, that's So now that he confirms he hasn't been on, I feel better. I feel better now. Okay. <laughs> well, well, then well, I have Stuart, no idea where, where I talked to you then. Stuart has been on my um, Gamer Friends uh, for my Xbox for a, for quite a while, so that's probably where we've we've played something before yeah, together. We we have I, I swear that we 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 podcasted together though. No, because I've only been really podcasting for just a little over a year now. Because that's when I joined Gamer Husband. Maybe you just imagine it, Stuart. Maybe I I'm going crazy. <laughs> Maybe you just had a dream one day and you were podcasting. With- <laughs> Random people or something. I don't know. <laughs> that could be. Yeah, because uh, like I said, I joined Gamer Husbands officially on air uh, about a year ago last Christmas. But before that, I was doing a lot of the uh, little intro things like with uh, the Boris and Igor uh, intros that they would run sometime on their show before the show started. You know, I slip into something like this and call Igor down to create some monsters. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Igor would come in and, and really like doing that. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I've always been jealous of people who can do voices and stuff. I I try, but I, I always hear my, myself in them. So. Yeah. Well, well, at one point I could do over 200, but it had been so long since I've done it. I've got maybe a handful now that I can really do. That that's that's still pretty impressive to me. Yeah. I mean just I mean let alone the fact that you were able to do 200 at one time, that's I I can't even imagine being able to do two different voices. <laughs> let alone and the, 200. <laughs> and the bad thing is a lot of them are, you know, like like the old uh movie stars and stuff like that. So, you know, Nowadays, most people would have to sit there and think about, uh, who is that? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't understand that. I, I actually watched a documentary this week on Mel Blanc, and that just floored me. Oh, my God. I had no idea he was the entire Lo- Looney Tunes cast. Like, yeah, definitely. Everybody. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> well, I, 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 knew, I knew he was, you know, Bugs Bunny and you know f- uh, Fred Flintstone, but... It, Everybody. So I just. Yeah, all the way up to Marvin the Martian. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't he have like one of the biggest IMDb movie lists? Yeah. Possible. Under actor, he has, a, he has 1,039 titles. Yeah, he, that's, I think he holds, he either holds the record or he's, you know, up there in the tops. He's done a lot of stuff. Granted, you know, a lot of Bugs Bunny stuff and a lot of, you know, right. Flintstones and whatnot, but still, those certain shows, those certain characters have just been, you know, have just done a lot of stuff throughout, you know, the last 40 years, 50 years, however long. Good lord, I'm looking through the IMDb <laughs> and it's just, I'm scrolling and scrolling and it's just, I'm just now halfway through. I'm I'm just gonna stop, but yeah, it's it's pretty pretty crazy. But um, I guess as our guest, you get a you get a if you have any sp- thing you want to specifically talk about. Uh, nothing really offhand except there's from what I've heard, and I wished I could follow it closer. But I've been just so busy these past couple of days. There's some stuff I've been hearing from uh, CES coming out. Game, yes. game, game wise and game wise and uh, electronics wise, there has been a lot of stuff, and I've been trying to keep up with it, and I've been looking at lots of stuff, but 
you know, it's just, it's just crazy. All the stuff there is. And Stuart and I, I think we both, or at least I've cherry picked a couple things that I think are the most, you know, memorable out of, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot, there was a lot of like smartphones announced and tablets announced and TVs announced and, you know, yeah. Basically the, the new, usual. new, newer versions of the same old stuff we've had before, but, you know, this phone has a, a better, you know, camera and it's waterproof or stuff like that. So I yeah, just I, tried to leave those alone because, you know, it's nothing too special to talk about. Yeah. And what I'm afraid of is I bought my wife a Nexus 7 for Christmas and I'm afraid they're going, they will have announced a new one <laughs> that's going to be even better. Yeah, that's that likely, but the the good thing about the the Nexus devices is it'll still get the updates. Yeah. So when there's a new version of Android, it'll still get it. It'll still be supported. And it's still a pretty pretty slick device. I've been playing around with one lately, and I I, I think it's pretty nice. Yeah, I've played around with hers enough, getting it set up for her and everything that uh, I want one now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so pretty much the way it is. <laughs> yep, so I'm going to have to save up my money now and get me one. Yeah, so I guess, um, Stuart. Um, okay, let's uh, kind of go into my first topic. Um, uh, they just finally, finally stopped production on the PS2. So the, play- the PlayStation 2 is finally dead. They're so no longer going to make them. Yeah. Which, which is interesting because over the weekend I actually dug out my PlayStation 2 and hooked it up. And this was before this, this an, an announcement came out. So I, I thought that was kind of weird. Since I just get in back, back into PS2 games, they stop per production on it. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised because it's been, you know, 12 years and I'm just, I really thought they, they stopped it a couple years ago actually. Cause I haven't really been, I haven't really seen any PlayStation 2s, like, at all, being sold new. Yeah, I don't know. They're probably really being only sold in Japan. Because over here, nobody really cares about PlayStation 2. Yeah, if anybody's getting a PlayStation, they're wanting to get the PlayStation 3. Correct. Which is the one thing I still haven't done yet. <laughs> I just haven't been able to justify the. Neither purchase. have I. Although I came really close though to a Vita. Really close. Like this weekend when I was digging out my, my PS2. Cause I really wanted to play Persona 4. Oh man. Persona 4 Golden. Really yeah. sounded good. I was listening to the Level Zero podcast, formerly known as the Talking About Gamers podcast and Robbie Joe on that show. He was just, he went on for like 20 minutes about Persona Gold 4. And or Persona 4 Gold or whatever, whichever about it and how he, much he loves it and all that. And I'm just like, God, I kind of want a Vita now to play that because the, the way he was going on and on about it. I did instead of, you know, spending, you know, $300 for Vita plus Persona 4 Gold, Golden, I just bought Persona 4 for the PlayStation 2 and play that. And it's a good game. It really is. Yeah, see, I'm I'm just waiting for a price drop. I think I may get a Vita in the future when when, when there is the first significant price drop. Yeah, I I'm just you know I'm fine with what I've got now. You know, I'm fine with my Android phone for mobile gaming and my Xbox. So yeah, that's, but, yeah. Basi- that's basically me. I can't see either the PlayStation Three or the the Vita because I've got an iPod that I play my handheld games on, and then of course my Xbox. Shoot, I've even got a, uh, a DS that's sitting underneath the TV, but I don't think that thing's been turned on in a year. <laughs> yeah, the the only reason I have a PlayStation Three was, it was a couple years ago we got my dad got a. You know, uh, he got a big screen HD TV for him and he wanted to get a Blu-ray player because, you know, if you're going to have HD, you might as well have a Blu-ray player to watch HD content on. And at the mm-hmm. time, the PlayStation 3 was, you know, the best Blu-ray device and the cheapest. So he ended up getting that. So I have access to a PlayStation 3, but 
I never played. I've only played, I think, a couple games on it. <laughs> I think uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, um, God of War 3, a uh, little bit of Killzone, and a couple other stuff, but nothing really. I just prefer yeah. the 360. Honestly. Yeah, I think I think if I hadn't have broke down and finally bought a Blu-ray player back in October, I think I could have been convinced to buy a PS3 uh, Black Friday because I could have gotten it for two hundred dollars. So it was like, eh, if I hadn't have just bought that Blu-ray player. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing now. Blu-ray players are pretty pretty cheap now. The standalone ones. Yeah, I got I got one for somebody this Christmas for like sixty bucks. So, yeah. So, but yeah, PlayStation Two. I'm just I'm shocked that they were still making them. But you know, it it definitely got a lot. It definitely was a popular console. Yeah, I'd say it was next to the well, Nintendo, the original Nintendo, probably the second most popular of all time. Well, yeah. I mean, I was going to bring up the there's a Nintendo that that. When, that was in production for 25 years. It, really? it, it stopped production in 2000s. Wow. I, I had <laughs> no idea it was still going on. It, now, it wasn't selling here, probably like you were, right. like you were saying this in Japan, but yeah, that, that's pretty crazy. I was actually looking on Craigslist today and I saw someone was selling a original Nintendo that they said it was working and you didn't need to blow on the cartridges or anything to get it to work. It was working fine and I was, oh shit, I was like, every, every console you gotta <laughs> blow on the cartridges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they were saying this particular one, I guess, was, worked perfectly and I was just like, wow, that would be great to get that again. But I was, I don't know. I, the, the, the whole, you know, retro factor of stuff just lasts only so long before it just, you know, sits there and gathers yeah. dust. And I've had to, I've had to turn down a lot of getting, but just decided not to because of that particular incident, you know, that particular situation. I just don't want to get something and play it like once or twice and then it just gathered dust and I could have used that money towards something else. Me being as frugal as I am, I can't justify that. <laughs> Always have to get as much bang for my buck. But, um, Stuart, what else do you got? Um, let's see. Panasonic, um, is coming out, uh, with the my home screen. It's kind of like a personalized TV setting. It's going to have like a camera on top and it's going to have facial re- recognition because we all know from the connect that works very well. Um, and it's like each person, the family member will have like their own pro- profiles. So like when uh, you sit down in front of the TV, you know, your apps will appear, you know, the apps you use the most will appear on the screen. And I think that's a neat idea. Now, whether, you know, like we, you know, facial recognition is not perfect. Well, I mean, so. yeah, it's not, especially you were saying the connect, but, um, I think I, I've used it on my phone, you know, on, and the newer version of Android, they have the face unlock stuff and, oh, you know, right, yeah. it, it looks, it, it's all right. And I think they, I think I can't remember where, but I, I remember that they had a problem with that because, you know, people were able, they, People tested it out where they put a picture, you know, and stuff like that to see if it would unlock, and they did. And I think they they introduced an update where you had to blink in order to for it to, you know, unlock. So there has been a lot of bad facial recognition, you know, stuff, but they have improved it. And so it just depends on whether this type is like, you know, maybe like what the Android stuff is doing or whether it's what like connect is doing <laughs> or yeah. whether it's something totally different where it's even better. I don't know, but like I, I kind of find this, uh, interesting kind of like if, you know, each, each kind of profile blocks out the channels, they don't want to even want to flip through, you know, like I don't want to flip through the country music station. No, just, just skip it. I, I have that blocked on my TV. I don't even see it. So but this would have to, I mean, but, but for something like that, that would have, the TV would have to work 
what with the cable provider, right? In order no, like to... like on the on the TVs, you you can block certain channel, like, like through through TV settings, or through cable cable box set settings. Yeah, but I mean, to for the, it to be a feature on the TV, the cable right. box would have to the cable would have to somehow interact with. True. So I I don't know exactly how they would do that. I mean, they, I'm sure they could, but I just don't know how how that would work. Because I I don't either don't know too much about that. I mean, I, I just think it's kind of a, a neat idea. Yeah, definitely. You know, and all all the smart feature stuff as well. I mean, you can have, you know, YouTube. If you know one person could have, you know, if the, you know, stuff like that. You know, if you don't want Twitter on there, you don't. You know, you you don't have to or stuff like that. And I, I definitely think the whole profile thing is pretty cool. And um, that's that's something. Uh, Switching or going back to the uh, Nexus 7 real quick, they actually have a profile option on that, and I think that's the best thing. That I, I I think devices having different profile options where you, you know each person can have their own little you know profile and their own separate options. I think that's going to be a big thing for tons of stuff coming forward. I did see something about Netflix even having something like that for you know. The same account, but having different profiles for different people and stuff like that. So I think that's going to be one of the big, big things. Are you there? I think Hello? something happened. I'm here. Okay. Wasn't me then. No, it, we're, we're doing fine. What? It's just. Wow. We have not had a Skype error in forever. This is. And then you invite me on. I, I don't think we've had a Skype error for. I was a good year. Wow. Like, basically, since we stopped using pa- Pamela. Well, looks like my call graph is still recording, so. So is mine. I'm back. That hasn't happened in a while. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, wow, we haven't had this in probably a good year. Yeah, are you still recording? Yep. Okay, I guess I'm going to need your recording file then. Okay. So, what was the last thing y'all heard me say? Or, you were talking about the Nexus. Yeah, uh, the, the Nexus 7 actually has the, where you can make different profiles, you know, where you can choose at the lock screen, you know, which profile you want to get on and it's access to different accounts and I, you know, Netflix, I saw Netflix as well is introduced, has introduced that they're gonna start, I think, having these profile, different profiles on the account and stuff. So I think that's gonna be one of the big features. Be kinda cool. Coming in tech. You know, in the tech world, I think. With, you know, these de- devices or these services that you share, I think they're gonna definitely bring different profiles so that people can, you know, cause, I mean, it, I, you know, I share a Netflix account with my family, but my family doesn't want to have, if they had the choice, they wouldn't want to have to, you know, go through all the different, like, anime and, you know, Marvel shows and stuff like that that I have on the, the RQ. So, you know, definitely, like, I see it being a big, you know, selling point in the future for lots of different stuff, these profiles for. Yeah. But, so yeah, it's definitely, definitely, inter- definitely, you know, this isn't just for this, you know, TV setting. This is definitely a thing happening a lot of different places. Yeah, I'm and kind of all for that, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that as well. <clears throat> okay, um, next up, the, the link I put in here originally was because we get to a look at the, at a, at the, the Steambox prototype. But then later I found a whole gallery of all of them. So I just kind of want to get, get you guys, you know, I know photos work so well on an audio pod, podcast, but I just kind of want to get your your guys' thoughts on them. Uh, I, you know, I don't really, I think for something like this, this, you know, size is definitely going to be an issue, but it, I, I don't know. I don't think it really matters what exactly it looks like. At least to me, I mean. Well, I mean, it's it's got to be able to fit, like, preferably in your entertainment system. Yeah. And I don't know about your 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 guys's, but mine is full. 
So, I mean, the small, the smaller, the better. Yeah, like I, like I was saying, its size is going to matter, but as far as how it looks, I don't care. The the, the first picture kind of shows the controller, and um, I don't like it. Those um, those buttons looks very similar. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the uh, the placement of the, the of the thumbsticks because that's it's basically in the in the PlayStation layout, and it's using the A B uh, X and Y. From the Xbox, basically taken directly from the Xbox, and we lost William again. Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah, uh, have you have you got a, got a chance to look through through these while we're waiting on him? Uh, that's what I just pulled up. I had to shut down some of the other windows I had opened in Chrome because it wasn't wanting to open. <laughs> uh, yeah, by the looks of it, it looks like it's going to be fairly small. I think I like the the one that's a little more streamlined. Yeah, there there's there's a couple of them like like there's some of them that are basically computer size, just a tower. I, I'm kind of curious on what your thoughts are because you don't have a PC that you can game with. So what what do you think about these? I I think the idea of you know the the Valve having a Steam box or whatever. I I think that's a great idea. I think it definitely will get a lot of people, you know, interested in, you know, PC gaming, so to speak, um, that are don't want to have to deal with the hassles of PC gaming because, you know, it's you know, set top box. They can use their wireless controller. They have this the big box mo- or the yeah the big box mode or big big TV big whatever mode mm-hmm. for Steam to make it easy and. They all, all the Steam sales they have as well. I think it's all, all that stuff coming together is really gonna make Microsoft and Sony and I guess Nintendo, if you really wanna, I guess, throw them in there. But they're really gonna have to look, you know, they're really gonna have to look into that, what they're doing. And I think they're gonna have to change it or they're gonna get, you know, they're gonna get a lot of, you know, customers not returning to their the new consoles well i i I, you know i kind of wonder how they're going to deal with you know well the hassles of pc gaming is you know something new comes something new and better comes out all the time so how are these how are they going to keep these up to date yeah but for the most part i mean for the most part you can buy like now you can buy a new pc and like you bought a new pc last year and i'm pretty sure and it wasn't expensive it wasn't cheap <laughs> yeah. True, but you bought one that was t- top of the line. Right. You know, can play everything max out. But I mean, it, you know, getting a PC that can, you know, play, you know, everything, most things, you know, low end to medium end, you know, I, I think that's going to be a big thing. And it's also, I think, maybe a big, I, I'm just kind of talking out of my ass, but I think the whole uh, Steam for Linux thing. I think that's going to be a big factor. Supposedly, these, in. these are going to run Linux. Yeah, they're going to run Linux, but I think, you know, I I, I think uh, once more game companies, you know, make their games designed for Linux, I think Linux, since it's so, you know, a lot less, you know, it's lightweight and there's a lot less stuff going on than, you know, Windows or Anything or you know stuff like that, I think might make a different difference. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. The only way I can see them dealing with this upgrade thing is to have mo- um, mo- modules, you know, modular com- computing. That's the only way I can I can see that happening. I I don't know. It definitely definitely is going to be interesting to see what what they do. Um, how they do it, but if anyone can do it, it's Valve. I'm yeah. pretty confident with that. With that, but I mean, being able to have something like this that you can, you know, basically act like a your console, you know, or, but and have the all. I mean, th- think about all the money you would save it from not having to buy all those, you know, all the 360 games or 
PlayStation games or stuff like that as an average consumer when you can get, you know, the certain games you want and then the Steam sales. I mean, it pretty much seems like a game comes out new and then it seems to easily be, you know, $10, $15 cheaper on Steam within the, you know, within a month or so. I'm pretty sure my wallet di- disagrees with you on the Steam sales being cheaper in the long run. <laughs> well, it's but true, you, you true, do get but... more out of it, I guess. But yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. But yeah, definitely, de- definitely seems like it's going to be a good idea, and overall, so yeah, I like I said, I really, I've said this before. I wouldn't be surprised if Valve is working on their own version of Linux for this. They probably are. I've said that before, and I think, you know, having them creating a version of Linux that's specifically, you know, designed and set up, you know, in for you know, get, to uh, get the most out of the hardware, um, gaming wise and stuff like that. Basic, basically, I think would be really a big blow against Microsoft and stuff like that as well. So I just wonder if uh, they've also looked at the uh, on live model of gaming also, and are going to try to incorporate some of that into this. That might work with the, instead of modular. Yeah, I would say, but this past year on live when what didn't they go bankrupt or, well, that's also because nobody used used their service. Steam is something else. Yeah. So yeah, if if Steam used something like that, it, it might just take off. Definitely, definitely. Um, and I I had an article on here about like Nvidia. They're basically been trying to do their own cloud gaming type thing going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about the last so, year, I think. Yeah, I you know it. I think definitely that could be a big possibility, you know, if Steam can maybe get get on board with that as well. So where you wouldn't have to have the the most powerful devices, you know, but you could still have, I mean, you could st- I, I don't know. It, it it it's pretty much all speculation. I mean, these are they haven't completely confirmed anything, really, have they? Mm-mm. No, these are these are all per- prototypes. Yeah, but they but they are in the in the Valve booth, so yeah. they are official so. prototypes. Yeah, so we had just we we have no idea what they'd be, you know, what the final ones would be. Hopefully, they'd be a lot cheaper than what these prototypes are, because I I just don't see the average. I don't I just don't see the people who would who would be willing to go out and get something like this really spending, you know, a grand. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think they'll be that expensive. I think they'll be on probably a, maybe a little cheaper than the PS3 when it launched. I'd say around five hundred. I think that's what that's what the, these. Yeah, I think work. that would probably be the. I think that'd be the sweet spot right there for something like that. Yeah. Because you know you're you're sacrifice. You are sacri- You would be sacrificing. You know l- l- more. Um, you know, you'd be sacrificing the, more of what you could get if you built something custom or got something custom built or whatnot mm-hmm. as far as hardware goes, but you are, and you know, it, it would be a little more expensive than the consoles because I'm sure the new consoles, the next gen consoles coming out, they won't be 500 bucks. Right. I'm just assume, I'm just assuming that. So you will be, and you, you know, so I I don't know I think that's definitely a sweet spot right there around five hundred for what but if, but if they're going to want to compete with the consoles they may even have to bring it down to about three fifty because even with the Wii U coming out the top one at three fifty it still hasn't done what they were expecting it to do sales wise I don't think that's due to the price I think that's due to what that Wii U well, actually is <laughs> well yeah but. Uh, Sort of, even with the way the economy is nowadays, even though they say it's improving, uh, I'd like to know where, but, uh, it, you still have to, if you're wanting to get even the casual gamers in, into it, you're gonna have to go not real expensive. 
Yeah, you know, I I agree with that. But I think you know I I do think they can they they also have their Steam sales. They can you know also um you know hold over against the casual you know ca- casual um gamers you know because I in the long run you for for that I do think you do you know save because. It, or, and you get more for your buck, like Stuart was saying and stuff. So I, I don't know. It's not my job really to figure all this stuff out. <laughs> so I'm just speculating, of course. But I do like the idea of this. I do like the the whole concept of this. I'm sure they will work out all the kinks and figure everything out and market it all right and have it all figured out. But that's not my job. I'm not getting paid for that. So I guess I'll stop talking about it now. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, anything else, Stuart? Um, not really. I mean, there there was a brief moment a couple of days ago where I was like, I should get a a, a 3ds. Wait, no. When the uh, Pokemon X and Y were announced, yeah, there was a brief I, I moment where I was that. like, I should get one. No, no, I'm not. So they stopped. The, are these like the first like these, handheld real games that aren't? color based like named after a color yes that's kind of weird and they're also the first ones on the on the 3ds yeah so or isn't there wasn't there or is there going to be i thought i saw or something about black and white too that's out oh that's out isn't that for the 3ds i don't think so are you sure could be wrong but i don't think it is because i remember black and white came out when the 3ds was out but it came out just for the i don't know I'm just I not a Nintendo person anymore, so I could be wrong. You could be right. But, yeah, I did see that, and I did have kind of the same thoughts you had. I kind of, first quick second, tried to look up and see how much a 3DS would be, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do this again. I'm just not. I'm not going to get something, even if it's not that expensive, you know? Because, like I was saying, I'll just play with it, you know, for a bit, and then stop and you end up either trading it back in or so it's on the ds oh huh. okay that's weird that they came out with the but I, number two I'm, so i made a i made a tweet soon after i i found out about x and y i'm like they would make game freaks would be so much more money if they go to consoles yeah, but they would, it, it's still, they would go to the Wii U and... You know what? I would probably buy a Wii U. God, you're, you're, you're talking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> to play, to play you're Pokemon on, on the consoles, I would buy a Wii U. See, I don't think they, they couldn't do what Pokemon is now. They'd have to do something totally well, different. You got, you got two for screens. The consoles. You got two screens. So you, you got the 3DS, the, the, the DS thing that you got now. But, um, yeah, they would have to, you know, Instead of like a top-down isometric, they'd have to do a behind-the-back kind of thing. And who knows how well that would go over? I mean, very well. If I were Game Freak, if I would, well, you don't know. But if Game Freak, you know, they're playing it smart. They're doing what, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. People are still shelling out. You know, it. The, Pokemon is what? How old? Twenty years. Yeah, oh. around there. In. No, I mean, it may be not, not, not even that old. Well, I mean, it's, what, 15, 8, 16. It came out in, what, 95? So it's about 18 years old Yeah. this year? I think it was 95. Anyways, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, they just do the same old, same old, and people still buy it and buy it and buy it, and it's still selling. I mean, it's one of those franchises that consistently have stayed popular. So It's true. I mean... People are still buying it, so I saw this. Yeah, you know. I saw this picture. It was, uh, see, it was the uh, Call Call of Duty Target Market, and it was a a, t- a you know a t- twenty year old, and then their their player market, a six year old. P- Pokemon's Target Market, six year old. Actual target, actual market, the twenty year old. Like that's yeah. about right. That's kind of funny. Yeah, but. Anyways, um, anything else, Stuart? Anything? Uh, no, that's all, kind of all I got. Really? You don't want to talk Spider-Man? I was going to wait for you. Okay. Well, well that... since you brought it up, I hear you've caught up. 
I did. I started at what, 684, like you said. Uh-huh. Which I probably should have started a few issues before then, because I ended up starting in the middle of, uh, I guess, a I series. 683. I, I, you said four, I think, on Twitter. But anyways, I, I pretty much got the gist of what was going on pretty quickly. And read all the way up to 700 and... Okay. Yeah, so. Spoilers on what happened on Spider-Man 700. What yeah. did you think? I want to know I what you thought. I did not like it. I hated it. <laughs> yeah. I really did. I was I, with you. I don't want to read, I do not want to read the Superior Spider-Man. Do I it. really don't. Do it. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> no, if you, if you, if you read my tweet Wednesday to Dan Slots, who is the writer, who is like the head writer for, for Amazing Spider-Man and now on a Superior, I, I thanked him for what he did at the end of number one, Superior number one. I just don't know if I can though. I mean, it will it will make uh, you feel better. It really will. I I guess I will, but I just I can't I can't imagine it. Just I can't imagine it getting much better besides going back. I mean, I I it, it, 700 6 699 and 700 were total bullshit. <laughs> I mean, well, that really put a sour taste Six ninety nine tells now. you how he how Doc Ock fl- switched bodies. Yeah, but it's really really p- put me in a sour place with Spider Man in, in general. I read I really have that feeling. I read a theory today, and I like it. Okay. The theory is that Doc Ock didn't actually switch consciousness; he switched memories, and the memory and the memories that were switched came to the surface, and each one of them believed they were the other. Mm, I don't know. So, Peter Parker uh, might still be in there somewhere. Well, his memories and, are there. And, the you, thing, and you got, the you got little, a sense of that. That that flashback yeah. that the Doc, Doc Ock had. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm just... I don't like the fact of Doc Ock being in, being in Peter Parker... And being Spider-Man, having this supervillain who's, you know, I don't care if, oh, I'll, you know, I will avenge you, I will keep on going and in your name and whatever, whatever. That's not, that's not what he said. He's more like, I am you now. Well, well he said, it, it, well, he did say he he was going to continue on and, and as him and whatever, and then it was a big old tr- trying to be dramatic in you know, ending and him saying, "Oh, my! I'm so smart. I'll be the superior Spider-Man." Well, really, no. That's, Do- that's Doc, Doc Ock, Ock is not. The... That's that's Doc Ock though. He thinks he's smarter than everybody in the world, and everybody should just bow down to him because he's so he's yeah. so smart. I mean, he was just lucky that he had that little neck protection. <laughs> but, I, mean, I he, and, he and definitely planned for that though. Yeah, he. That's that's like the only thing that real. I mean. Because Peter Parker, he it, he he was about to die in Doc Ock's body, and he ended up orchestrating this huge breakout of the you know, and and it was just crazy where what all Pe- happened. Where Peter Parker kind of flies by the seat of his pants, Doc Ock plans ahead, and you definitely see that in Superior Spider-Man number one. He plans ahead. Okay, I, I guess I'll give it a read, but I'm not promising anything. I'm really upset about the way it ended. I was too. Like, like, it, it put me in a bad place. Well, Dan, Dan Slott was getting death threats. I believe it. <laughs> but, you know, they've, they've killed off major, you know, comic book characters before. But the, the, this isn't the same thing, though. It is kind of... You know, I, I, I even watched an interview... With Kevin Smith, and he was talking about this. He even said, "We've seen, you know, Superman die. We've seen Batman die. They come back. They always do. So we just kind of have to wait for that to happen." But nobody. But yeah, Batman. It's not that Batman. It's not like Batman dies and then somebody pretends to be, you know, somebody has control of Bruce Wayne's body. No, not his body, but he does. The person who does actually become Batman, though. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, he's, 
it's, you know, it, it's Spider-Man, but it's basically Spider-Man being controlled by Doc Ock. Right. That's what, you know, that what, oh, it, it's like, you know, it, it's like, think about, think about if the Joker and, you know, Batman were, you replace those two with, you know, put those two in this position. It just doesn't fit. It just, I don't know. I just don't like it. You're not going to get me to like it. I hate it. But I will read Superior 1. I, I, I'm just saying, it won't, it won't, you won't like it, but it will make you feel better about what's to come. Oh, I, I feel better about what's to come because I know they're going to they're gonna go back on this and bring Peter Parker back. You know, it, it's going to happen. It, 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 they the they fans already have that plan. Out. I know they do. Well, even if they didn't, the fans have cried out to where they're trying to figure it out right now. This is a major character, though. Like, he's yeah. up there. You know, it's Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. The, those are the big three. And they've all died. Yeah. So. Yeah. I have, I would have, you know, I would have a problem if Peter Parker died, just Peter Parker died, and it was someone else being Spider-Man. Like but in the, the fact Ultimate that Universe. Yeah, something like that. But the fact that this, you know, I, w- I would still kind of be upset about it, but... You know, I'd feel a lot better than I do now about this particular, you know, Doc, Doc, you know, Peter Parker's body and all that is going around and he's just masquerading as Peter Parker and pretending to be. It just, oh, it just, I don't know. It, it, cause it, it, it it's like, you know, when you're watching a, a, a when you're watching one, a classic TV show or, you know, movie or whatever, and they do the brain swap, and you're always like, you always have that feeling of, you know, you can't wait till it ends because you don't like the bad guy <laughs> being, you know, in the good guy's body and pretending to be him and stuff like. Well, this, this is, you know, it just keeps on going and going and going and. Face Off just <sighs> wasn't a good, good, good movie anyway, but. Um... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, funny thing about that, I have a autographed poster of Face Off. <laughs> I do. True story. I have it somewhere in a, in a tube. Can't remember how I got it, but I do. Anyways, that's beside the point. But yeah, the Spider-Man does not sit well with me at this yeah, moment. I, I, and I, I'm, I'll I'm pile through those issues. I'll pile through those issues in one sitting. I think 16 issues in one sitting. Yeah, I, you know, I can see that. And Especially those it last made, three. Oh, it made me mad. Oh, see, I I had the feeling that Peter Parker was going to die, but I didn't know it was going to be like this. Right. Like I I I, I thought you. I told you, Sp- Spider Man is still around, but it's not Peter Parker. It is it is someone you know, but it is not Peter Parker. But it's they're they're pretending to be Peter Parker. Right. I didn't say that. Oh, this doesn't. It, oh, it does. Okay. I'm, I'm just gonna keep repeating myself and we're just gonna keep going in a loop if we don't move on. Um, so yeah, that, um, I, I did go see a movie, um, since the last we, um, and I, I, well, I saw The Hobbit, but we're gonna talk about that on, I recommend. Um, but I saw Django Unchained. I'm debating on whether I, I want to see it or not. I, we've talked about this before. I'm not mm-hmm. a Quentin Tarantino fan. I've really not liked any of his movies. Right, I'm, I'm with that. There. I've seen, but I loved this movie. Really, it was it, it was pretty much a straightforward movie, and you know, because Quentin Tarantino's movies really aren't that straightforward. Um, I I really loved this movie. It was it was really good. Um, it was a long movie though. I think it was two hours and 40 minutes. Wow. But it was really good. And the, it, it, it was amazing. It was, you know, if I had saw it in, you know, last year, I would say it was one of my top of 2012, but unfortunately I saw it this year, but yeah, I, I loved it. It was a really good movie. Um, uh, what's the dude? Um, uh, I can't think of his name. Um, I think Chris, Christopher Waltz or, um, the, the guy playing the, you know, part besides, um, Jamie Foxx. Amazing job. Really enjoyed his, his character. 
really enjoyed his his role. Um, Jamie Foxx was good, of course. Um, and I, I was kind of surprised. I, I heard I, he does a nude scene in this movie. <laughs> there's kind of a nude scene, I guess, but there's really uh, there's a point where he's like kind of naked and he's hung upside down. Uh huh. And I'll leave it at that. But I I don't know if you see anything or not. I, I heard it, it was like a, like exactly. a down, downward shot of him. Yeah, well, he's yeah, he's he's hung upside down, but I I I can't remember if I I I wasn't sure if I saw. I think it <laughs> if, if 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 you did see something, it happened really quick because I was like, wait, did I, I I really couldn't tell if I had saw anything or not, but I I can't really tell any more about the scene because it's kind of a crucial scene or not too crucial, but it. I, I wouldn't want to spoil that particular scene, I would say. But yeah, I would definitely, I'd definitely go and, I'd definitely recommend going and seeing it. Okay, I might. Like I said, I'm, I'm with, I've been, I'm with you, I've, haven't really liked any of Tarantino's movies in the past, and, but I loved this one, and I only went to see it because the, the, you know, the trailer made me really, really want to go see it. It made it seem like a really interesting movie, and that's, that's the same thing. I was weary though too. Um, that's why I, it took me a while to. It took me a couple weeks to actually go see it because the same thing happened with Inglorious Bastards. The, the way the trailer was made me want to go see it, but I really did not like that movie that well, that much, personally. I don't know, but I love Django Unchained. Great movie. Um, but yeah, Hobbit. We'll talk about that on. I recommend real soon, hopefully. Um, what else? Um, I guess my articles, um, well, you, you know, you, Stuart, you were talking about, you know, a steam box, um, mm-hmm. a, you know, steam kind of having their own console, whatnot. Um, looks like Nvidia is going to have their own kind of like, kind of semi console ish. It's a handheld. Um, handheld. Yeah, well, it it is a handheld, but you're able to. It's got the outport to hook up to a TV as well. So there's that. But um, they did. We we were talking about um, in the past about their new processor, mm-hmm. the the rumor Tegra Four uh, processor for mobile devices. Um, well, pretty much what we the rumors were are true, and this device is going to have it. And it, I mean, in in the show notes, you can look on thegeeksftw.com and take a look at this picture and see and see some specs of it. Um, I like the idea of of something like this, but I really don't like the the way the device looks. How it's it does look a little awkward. Yeah, I mean, it's it it. It's like a controller with, uh, you know, I guess the TV screen attached. Yeah, with with the screen attached to it that folds down, but um, and it's like what five five inches, so it's not too big. But the the controller looks kind of weird, and the I mean the stick layout is the you know side by side like the PlayStation controller, which I I just don't like that. One, and it just doesn't look like you could really get too comfortable with the device holding it. It just doesn't look that good. I mean, I, I like the idea of something like this, but I just don't know about the execution. Um, you know, it's 5-inch, 720p retinal screen. Um, you know, it's got a controller. It's got the, you know... HD screen on it. It's gonna be quad core with their new Tegra 4, um, which, you know, quad core and has 74 core GPU, which I don't really know what all that means. That's a little, that's a little, even a little too geeky for me. Um, no, it's Wi-Fi. It's gonna have Jelly Bean. Um, I, I don't know. I just. See, it says it's gonna, um, be part of the, the Google Play stores, 
what Google, well, what what Android game would you need that kind of controller for? Um, let's see. There's the what's the company? Um, uh, is it GameLoft or there? The, there's a bunch of actual games. Like there's the Dead Trigger game. I on I did a rev- mm-hmm. review on Android on our uh, YouTube site. Um, they're coming. They're there's they're coming out with a Dead Trigger two to that, but um, uh, they have mo- they. There, I can't remember what company it is, but there's some big mobile gaming company that has um, kind of like a Call of Duty type game for mobile, you know, for the for the Android devices called Modern Combat. Like they, I think they they're up to like four or five or something crazy like that. Um, there, there's a bunch of actual like shooter type games on Android. Actually, um, I really haven't picked them up because. I mean, I'm not gonna really want to play a shooter on my, you know, on my phone, but I, I don't know. I mean, I could see something like this working with, you know, if, if there were stuff like this that was more out there, you know, and people were able to, these were there, I could see developers maybe developing more stuff for, yeah. for this. As well as, you know, I mean, cause, you know, there are all these other devices coming out. Like I've seen other, you know, gaming set top boxes, just like the Ouya that, you know, that's just shipped their, uh, developer units. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. It definitely, definitely will be interesting, but I just don't like the execution of this particular one. I just don't like the way it looks and, I just don't think it'll feel that comfortable. And, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I just don't know about it, but, um, you know, I, I do like the, the, the fact that, you know, Android gaming platform somewhat is, is people are trying to make it a thing because, you know, I, I do like that fact. I do think that could be something interesting. You know, but we have yet to really see it be implemented that, you know, really, really well. I mean, ooh, I think that Ouya thing will be one of the big things that is done right. It, I, from think, what every, I think so, too. From, from what I, all I've been seeing, but, I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, it, their Project Shield is what it's, I guess, right now. Um so, I don't know. Maybe they'll make a n- newer inter- iteration of this down the line that's a lot more, I mean, I don't know. That's better. That looks better. Might feel better, but yeah, I don't know. Just as a big Android fan, and everyone who listens to this show knows how big of a fan I am, I <laughs> not even no, think really? about picking this up. Not at all. Not even close to thinking about this. I'm surprised, and actually. That's that's saying something, yeah. I mean, I was real excited about this, and when I first heard the announcements, and then I saw what it was actually going to be, and I was like, uh, no, I do not think so. But that that is that. Um, I guess on to more gaming type news. Um, Microsoft and shown or Samsung has come demoed something they have a video of something that i'm kind of excited about i know this probably is years and years and years away but definitely has me intrigued um i guess they're using um i guess what what how would you say it um projectors or some holograms or something like that and pretty much they're 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 taking what your TV is and the 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 background of what your TV is and they're expanding it to like the wall or the the room around around where your TV is. Um, there, there's actually a video in the link um, in the show notes of it. Um, did you get a chance to look at this, um, Stuart? No, I have not. Um, I actually had no idea what it was before I clicked on the link. Uh, it looks kind of cool. I, we- that's why we have show notes, so you can check it out. 
This is me. Now you're, we've done you're, you're, you're 124 of these. This is me. You're you're, you're talking to. Remember that. <laughs> well, I mean, it it looks really cool. I mean, it it adds extra. You know, it adds more. Looks like it adds more to the game and more to the environment where you're able to actually, you know, see see more of it and get more immersed into it. I'm almost wanting can... almost wanting to turn your room into a holodeck. Kinda, yeah, definitely. I, I would be afraid it'd be a bit distracting. I especially, you know, like in, in this in this video, you know, you see lots of you know lights kind of being flashed around the screen. I I think that would be a bit distracting. Well, I mean, they'd have to. It depends on how they would do it. I mean, I like the the fact of like the 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 shooter where you know you're. I mean, you know, the it enhances the the room where you're able to kind of see more of the room but you you're still focusing at the screen so but you would it kind of gives that peripheral look to it i know? think on shooters i would turn it off especially the one where, where you actually see the the map or your your screen kind of bigger i would definitely turn that that off yeah i i don't know it definitely would it, it like i said this is i don't see this happening anytime soon no i see this you know Years maybe, and years down the line. Maybe they, they could get go with those um those smart light light, light bulbs. I forget what they're called now. Um, you you guys have seen them, right? The ones where you connect them to like your smartphone, and you can dim them using your phone, or you can like, connect it to to music, and they'll pulse and change colors with the music. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. They've, yeah, like they've been around for a while now. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think, you know, this is, of course, you know, concept of what they want it to, to be like, and they'll have to definitely polish it and tweak it and whatnot, but I, I don't know. I see that, I think this could be something really cool. This could be a close, you know, a step towards something like a holodeck. <laughs> Maybe. This is a baby step towards something like that but i don't know i maybe maybe we can see something like this come out you know next gen com you know the next xbox's lifespan kind of like how the connect came out this you know during the 360s lifespan mm-hmm. maybe but i i that's you know that's the earliest i could see something like this coming out but I, it, it's pretty cool i definitely recommend people check out this this video in the the show note link and um it it has me intrigued definitely i think it could be something cool but um i guess on to something a bit different from gaming um i saw that there's not really much to say about this topic except for the fact that it's just i just wanted to bring this up that this thing actually exists a one terabyte flash drive. <laughs> that's insane. That that's just. I will also note that they do not give a price with this. They yeah. they they do give the price of the five twelve gigabyte version, which is yeah one thousand seven hundred fifty. Oh my god! Yeah, I never and said that's this half would be cheap. the terabyte. It's half. Just the fact that it exists. I mean, you, you mean. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I, I, you know, there's a lot of things out there that I think are really cool that I'll never be able to afford. Like the, I don't know if you've seen, seen it, but they've, they've come out and they said, oh, you can get, you can get the TV Tony Stark has on Iron Man 3. And it's, they, they call it Super HD and it's like 101 inches and it's a crazy TV, I guess, that's actually in the movie. That Iron Man 3 and Tony Stark and, you know, stuff like that, you know, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 to get something mm-hmm. like that, maybe even more, but it's still really cool. And it just, you know, I remember when 8 gig flash drives were like over $100. And now you can get those for, you can get, you know, 32, 64 gigs for like, you know, 50, under 50 bucks. In in high school, I had a I had a five twelve 
meg uh, megabyte, and that that was that was forty bucks. Yeah, so it's it's just crazy to think that this actually exists, and we have what five years probably before we can get something like this. Yeah, I was gonna say, and in college we had these really neat things that held one point four four megabytes. So these little square things. <laughs> <laughs> called floppy disks or yeah floppies really wow yeah. that's so, crazy so i'll let you know yeah. how old i am i remember floppies i remember playing games off floppies actually i do too the fact that games were you were able to play games off of something like that versus now I mean, i'm actually kind of used to play games off of cassette tapes that's what gets me like, how did that happen? How do you do that? Yeah. Uh, very I... carefully. <laughs> but yeah, it's just something that I want to just let our audience know that this is a thing that's actually real now. It may be expensive, but, at, you know, everything technology-wise is expensive pretty first... much when it's first introduced. And, you know, as quickly as this stuff is... As quickly as it technology is increasing, the quicker the price of you now and goes down. We so. should mention this is a USB three device, so that oh, means yeah. really fast read, uh, read and write. Yeah. Um, I guess my last topic um here, and then we can close the show up because I, I our guest has his own podcast he has to record right afterwards. So, um, is a little device called the HP Pocket Playlist. And this really intrigues me. Apparently, this is a device that can record and save, like, who can basically store videos from Hulu and Netflix and other places like that. I can, oh, I can see a lawsuit with this. Cause, yeah, I, <laughs> you know, something not, I don't know how they're able to do this. I mean, yeah, that's another thing. Like how does it? Got, how? Looks like they have a uh, service that you're going to have to subscribe to to uh, be able to use that, though. Looks like it's called Play Later. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, 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 it's HP, so it's not like it's some unknown company that's right. that's doing this. You know, some lo- little Chinese company that's. But I mean, I I I'm intrigued by this because this is definitely interesting, especially when I was in the middle of watching something on Netflix last week, and I went I stopped watching for a day. I came back to it, and they had taken the series off Netflix. Yeah, that that's happened to me. And I, I there was like I I mean there was no like you know like. You know, expires, you know, you have till this, like, normally. I, I don't know, did Netflix stop doing that? Uh, no. I think that only appears in, when you're looking at your queue. Hmm. I mean, I, I was, I was totally mad about this, and then I saw this, and I'm just like, that is very interesting. I mean, and it, rel- it's not too expensive. I mean, 130 bucks, it's gonna come out and, um, gonna be able to locally hold 16 movies, I'm assuming HD movies, 7,600 songs, 10,000 photos, you know, and you're gonna be able to, I guess, transmit them to up to five devices, you know, Windows, iOS, Android, stuff like that, so. But, like I said, I can see a lawsuit with this. That's what I'm, I'm wondering, cause, it's not a little company. It's HP, so it almost doesn't feel doesn't feel thinking, right. I don't know. Maybe they've since there is a subscription thing. Maybe they've worked a. I don't know. We'll just have to see. You know, in February when this thing comes out, day after Valentine's Day. So yeah, because by the looks of it, you have to have a subscription to like Hulu, Hulu Plus, and of course Netflix, and it's gone. By the sounds of it, act like a little DVR that you can carry around with you. Yeah, and transmit them to your phones or stuff like that, I guess, to watch when you don't have 
X. I don't know. It's, it's definitely interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing more about from this, but um, that's that's pretty much all I have. I mean, like I said, CES, a lot of tablets, a lot of different TVs, a lot of smartphones, a lot of cameras, a lot of basically newer iterations of stuff that's already you know existed. So, but I guess um, I guess it's time for shoutouts. Um, I guess as our guest, you, you go, you get to go first. Okay. Well, I'd like to shout out to you guys for letting me come on and sit in with you guys for a little while. Hmm. And, uh, just remind everybody, um, I'm on Gamer Husbands Radio. You can pick us up on iTunes, even now on Stitcher. So hop around, give us a listen. Maybe you might like it. It's three married guys talking about gaming and whatever comes up, comes up. Definitely, definitely. And since you're done listening to this, you should go listen to them. Right. So, right. Definitely do that now, or as soon as we get done with our shoutouts. But wait a couple Stuart. minutes. Uh, shout out to our to our guests for coming on. Um, shout outs to. Um, I'm doing a live stream, kind of periodically, of Persona Three FES, which is kind of the Game of the Year edition of Persona Three. Um, I'm, I don't really have a schedule for that. I'm just kind of doing it when I feel like it. So kind of keep an eye. Follow him on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, I regularly post about it on, uh, the Geeks for the Wind Twitter when I'm doing that. So keep an eye on that. And that's on our gaming Twitch TV channel, uh, Geeks FTW Gaming. So follow, follow that and you'll get updates when that happens too. Alrighty. Is that it? Um, yeah, those, those videos will be up on YouTube as well. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, be sure to check out our YouTube because we're going to have a lot of stuff hidden there pretty soon. Stuart and I are going to be doing a couple things this weekend. <laughs> I look forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess, you know, sh- definitely shouts to our guests for coming on. Um, definitely, you know, when I'm done talking, give his podcast a listen. You know, I guess you could you could just go now. I mean, stop listening now. I got <laughs> what I have to say is nothing that important. But um, I I got a shout down um Ooh. to 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 Twitter because I tweeted. You know, I have codes for the Borderlands two the the second DLC on the 360. If anybody wanted them, and Nobody has said anything. I've only gotten like, <laughs> a, tweets from accounts that I look at their stream and they're all talking about, you know, they're all retweets of other um, people saying, oh, I'm giving away this if I get this many retweets or stuff like that. So obviously they're not, they can't be real. But yeah, I'm, I've got DLC codes, people. But hit me up. I have a couple, so... For the second Borderlands 2 DLC, so let me know if you if you wanted. I mean, I I can't even give away stuff. That's, <laughs> it's free. It's pretty people. bad. It's yeah. free. I mean, it's not like we're saying oh you have to leave iTunes or you have to. I, I'm just saying here you can have them because I already have it. So, and anyways, um, I guess that's it. This has been episode 125 of the Geeks for the Win podcast, and we will see you next week. See ya.